You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The New Normal After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The New Normal After Show. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hi. No theme song? No theme song? All right. It's not playing. It's okay. We forgive you. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another episode of The New Normal. This is episode 17, Rocky Bye Baby from season one. And I am your host, Lauren Leonelli. Hi, I'm Jake Dupree. I'm Jackie Borowski. And we are missing our lovely counterpart, Tara, tonight. Mm. She will be back next week. Pour some of your drink out for her if you're of age. Um, <laughs> so, this episode was all about baby showers. First of all, I just have to say, baby showers get real out of hand. And this one did. But I was just talking about this with a friend, and she's like, I'm throwing my friend a baby shower, and everyone is putting in over $1,000 for the baby shower. And it didn't... It isn't even their baby. No, like the uh. friends throwing the shower are like, everyone, this is the cost of the shower. There's 130 people going or something. And I don't know. I just. <laughs> is this like a fancy Hollywood baby shower? Because no. I made iTunes viewers, you can't see the face I made, but there was one. <laughs> <laughs> I just. You know, it's not really a Hollywood shower. Not really, no. But I mean, still, I just sometimes I think some things when people have something in their life, this is all very exciting, you know, milestones like weddings and babies and things like that. But but you're expected to like come up with cash and time and like travel places and sometimes it's a little excessive. I think it depends on the age of the mother yeah. because it's usually first time babies. Yes. Yeah. For sure. But I threw I threw a baby shower for my sister and I was in my early 20s and obviously you're in your early 20s you don't have a lot of money. Right. And so I I would. I did not have that kind of money, nor did my friends. Mm-hmm. But it was still a fun baby shower. Yeah. It's. Ju- but it's just like I think people are limited by their age and means or whatever. But I have now recently. I have a friend who's forty and just had her first child, uh-huh. and her baby shower. She's also Italian, so her family's huge. Oh, geez. her baby shower was off the hook. <laughs> it was like I was like I'm taking home food. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. It was like the best food I've ever tasted, the best <laughs> presents people could buy, like yeah, no holds barred. Well, so I think it just depends. I think you're right. I think it does depend and even on this episode here we see the juxtaposition of the real fancy schmancy baby shower and then the just like be creative throw it together from like our hearts baby shower I think I like that one better I know I mean there's something fabulous of course about the over the top and that's amazing of course and if someone wants to throw it for you 
okay. <laughs> Please. But is there something cute? I love a little craftsy moment. So, know. you know, a little crepe paper. I like it. I know. A so, few games. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sad there weren't any games, though. I like, know, right? I isn't that they... usually the thing? People well, play yeah. games. Some people... I made my sister eat, like, ten different types of um, baby food. She did not like that game. I <laughs> thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I always like the measuring around the stomach game. But, mm-hmm. of course, the shower. What? You know, you don't know this game? Okay, so I've everyone... never been to a baby shower before. Well, I don't know. It's 2013. Yeah. I mean, this was a co-ed baby shower that we just saw. The fancy one was co-ed. No, I just, that's a strange game to no, okay. measure. Be like, let's see how big you are. Well, right? it's not like that. It's like a baby. But it's not like let's measure your thighs and see how many inches you've gained since you've been pregnant. That would make me that's ball. A, that's a good game. But, no, you take the string and then you guess, like, you know, and then whoever gets the closest around. I did. One time I got right on. Aww. And I was like 10. And I thought it was <laughs> the coolest thing ever. I still remember it. Um, so let's talk about the fancy schmancy shower that Rocky is just dying to throw. And she keeps throwing in those little digs of like, I'm always the shower, never the showee. And she's <laughs> clearly upset that she doesn't have a child. She's planting the seed for what happens towards the end of the episode. But she is very gung-ho about throwing the shower. And the boys are like, no, fine, fine. No gifts, though. And of course... That does not go down. They all realize that in Hollywood, that means you have to spend 20 times. I think that's what they quoted in the show. 20 20 times times the amount on a gift. So the gifts start coming in, and they are like a red dick. Well, first they're being sent to the house before the shower, and then they have the um, the whole gift opening part of the shower, which also, let's interject for a second. I think that's like... I don't... I don't really like that part of anything. Like, let's open, like, our wedding gifts and our shower gifts in front of everyone. And it's like after gift number four or five, you're like, this is... We got it. The same thing. Yeah. I think the, I think the only bike. gift opening, you know, ceremony should be for, like, a lingerie party. Because that could be fun. Okay. That could I, be fun. Yeah. You know, like, open the box... Or if it's you're five and you're really excited about toys and your friends are really excited about toys. because. I have a nephew, and, like, that's the biggest part. Like, the kids will go up to the other kid and be like, oh, when are you going to open my gift? Yes. Because sometimes when you're that age, you just want to see what the other person's reaction is, and then you want to play with their toys. I was going to say, exactly. when you're that age, I'm still that way. I'm like, open my gift, open my <laughs> <I know>. gift. <laughs> but but I, I just, <laughs> excuse me, I feel like it gets a little excessive at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I fe- well, I, when it's like golden rhinestone toilets, then well, yes. Yes, that was one of the presents. A, a Swarovski encrusted <laughs> crystal uh, potty train seat. A claw-footed tub for a, a baby. A claw-footed tub for a baby. Everyone needs one. Um, the Obviously the mink onesie <laughs> with the platinum zipper. Or the yes. fur. I don't know if they said mink or fur or whatever it was. It, it looked mink, w- I think, yeah. It looked yeah. really warm and cozy, and it looked a lot like mink, if you ask me. Um <laughs> But, yeah, the gifts were really extravagant, and, of course, they decided before they were going to donate them all. But I thought it was funny that they chose to open them. Of course, they would need to show that part for the story, but it was like you would think they would just hide them away and be like, we're just going to donate these and not really. But, anyway, it was fun to see them open them. It was fun to see how ridiculous the presents were. And so they decided to donate all the presents, although I knew Brian was going to have a problem with some of them, like especially the the onesie, the fur onesie. He's like, can we please keep it? Of course, David was like, no. But that was typical. I I expected him to do that at some point. Wanted to keep some of the flash a little bit. Of course. The platinum zipper, hello. Why not? Um, So so then they decide they're going to go to the Walker house, which is like a... 
I don't know. I guess you would call it like a foster center or a foster center. I think that's what it was. I guess so. And they go to donate these gifts and they encounter the guy that's like running the center and he is like snappy McSnapperson. (laughs) Right? I was like, it's a donation. Like, why is it? It's not that big of a deal. And it's an amazing deal for these kids, you know, for getting these amazing, great gifts. Right. I think, though, um, alternatively, though, like when they show the types of children, like they have the guy's son and everything you learn that I think it's he's so stressed out. They're trying to show that he's just like being angsty for no reason because he's so stressed out. Exactly. I think it's like the job and the stress of like, well, he basically said Look, we try. I tried to place a, a child today, and we lost her home or his home, and he oh, was yeah. clearly just like bo- like bothered by what was happening. But and and so all of this superfluous gifts that these guys are just bringing by so that they don't feel guilty, he said, was sort of like the straw that broke the camel's back on his day, I think. But yeah, it was a little like, whoa, dude, where where are you? Like, just take <laughs> the take these awesome gifts and stop complaining. But they, I think it was to prove the point that they were so extravagant and useless. Mm-hmm. You know, none of those things were like diaper. You know, yes. people make those like diaper cakes or whatever. Like those people need that stuff. Nobody <laughs> right. needs a fur one. All the gifts were useless. Yes. Just extravagant, pure uh-huh. extravagance. Yeah. Um, and they see, this is when they meet Malcolm, who we find out is the the, the head of the center's son. <laughs> and he is like, he said, bitch, tie my shoe. <laughs> He's got like a mouth on him. I was like, hell to the knob. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought Nana was gonna be slinging those one-liners this episode, and that little boy was like, whoa. Um, and then the little girl Nikki that that woman was holding, precious, so oh. cute, so cute. And she had a tutu in every scene. That's my kind of girl, right? Yes, <laughs> so cute. And and uh, Brian and David, of course, start eyeing her like, oh, she's really cute. They can't stop thinking about her. So that's all going on. But then on the on the B storyline here, we've got Shania kind of picking up on the fact that Goldie is a little bit sad about never having a shower for Shania. And we have that funny flashback scene. <laughs> yes. Oh. Where she's like, Reese Witherspoon and Ryan Phillippe's baby shower pictures are so cute. Wouldn't that be so fun to have one just like that? Or to get, to have, what did she to say? Get one. To, to get, get one. To get one or yeah. something. And he was like, yeah, could you get me, Clay was like, could you get me a beer or whatever? His voice, we had this conversation <sighs> last time. Let's interject for a second. Oh. I just can't tell if it's put on or not. Please tell me it's put on. It is put on, right? He doesn't really. If you know and you're watching, let us know. Yes, please. I mean, it it seems. I I would hope so. That's all (laughs) I can say. I would hope so. Because sometimes I don't even know what he's saying. I know you did. Jake did say what? What? (laughs) What? A couple of times. Uh, Jake's face is one of genuine concern. I really, I hope really so. need to know. This is how kind Jake is. Jake's is like, I really need to know. I'm like, I just hope he shuts up because it's annoying. If anybody, it's like Keanu Reeves from like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, like real extreme. Yes. Um, if anybody is watching and has heard Jason, what's his name? Jason Blair. Yes. Jason Blair. Um, really actually speak in real life and it sounds different than that, please let us know because we are dying to know. We're concerned. Or Jake is concerned. It's a, citizens, it's okay? a very specific I will give him this. It's a very specific like dopey way to talk. Like 
you okay this yeah, is what I always yeah. say yeah, yeah like tons of women can do like the valley girl stupid blonde like dumb blonde uh-huh. but Lisa Kudrow on Friends did it different she like put her own little spin on it and like she just did it different enough that you went Okay, this is new. This isn't like the every everybody's dumb blonde. It's fresh. I yeah. wonder though if that's like an accent from her. She sounds exactly like my aunt the way she speaks. When, I don't know if that's from like a particular place. Yeah, or, she might have picked it up though. Like you know, if people hearing things and being like, "Oh, I should remember how to speak right. like that." And then, okay, you know, listen up, back. guys. Listen what? up. What'd you find out? Psych's daddy. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, they actually are. They're they're starting oh my God. to watch oh, no. every week. It's a fun character. As I'm you sorry. See, like, That's him during an interview. stuff on it. So it's uh, it's a lot of fun. They've been enjoying it. So it's, it's, not like as every bad. it's not as bad. Part of these buzzworthy shows. R.J. Yes. Berger, totally buzzworthy on MTV. Yeah. Now you're stepping into the new Wait, was normal. he on R.J. Uh, how Berger? are you able to pick these was right kind of projects that you know keep taking your career uh, I don't remember him on that show. Okay, thank you for that, Steven. It's not as bad, but it's still there. It's he there. He just has to like extend it out like that. That's how he talks. Oh my god, that is such a good impersonation. Are you kidding me? I did not expect you to be able to do that so well. Jake would second. like to audition for the role of his Season brother. Season two. <laughs> Your gay brother. Your gay brother. Um, okay, so Jason Blair does sound similar, but it's not. It is put, it's a little, okay, but let's go back to this. Lisa Kudrow, I have actually heard Lisa Kudrow, I've actually spoken with her, and her voice is not that dissimilar from Phoebe, but there's like a little extra that she adds. It's a little more educated in person. Yes, it sounds but it a little still more has that, um, I mean, it still has that tone. She does voiceovers now yeah. for, like, yo oh, play yeah. commercials and stuff. And you can tell from, I'm not even watching the TV. I'm like, what? Phoebe? <laughs> Phoebes, why are you talking about yogurt? <laughs> um, but her voice is so distinct. But he is, although it is a little annoying, I think he does a very original version of, like, the dopey guy, kind yeah. of. Yeah, and it, it, I like it because it's refreshing. It's not just like, oh, I'm stupid. You know, like this yeah. typical like football player, yes. th- you know, stereotypical yeah. thing. It's fresh. It's nice. And I like that he's completely, he completely does it. Like, there's no yeah. half-ass to it. It's a 10, not a 1. You exactly. Know? He really goes for it. And it, and it fits for the show because this the subject matters can be so extreme sometimes yeah. and dramatic. But yeah, I, I'm curious, like we were talking about, to know if it was really his actual voice or not. Now we know it sort of is. It's a very interesting. There seems like there's a little southern twang in there too. I wonder where he's from. We should find that out. The character's not the as much as I dislike the character. He's not intentionally mean, and I think that comes across in the voice somehow. Yeah. It's like it because it's not that stereotypical like jerk jock. Yeah. It it comes off as it comes off more as like oh I'm I'm too stupid really to be mean. It's, it's there's endearing. Like, there's kind like of. a level of innocence there where you're like, "Well, he just doesn't know." Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so like, sweet. Oh. Like in the last episode where he thought he was going to break the, or he thought he broke the baby. And, oh yeah, and he oh, was yeah. genuinely like yeah. worried. Yeah. So so <laughs> he there his you know, the, his soft genuine side comes out again because Shania starts to express that she in sort of figured out that she thought her mom was sad that she wasn't never had a shower and this light bulb goes off and uh in in Clay's head and he decides okay he 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 has this idea and so Goldie walks into this opposite type of shower from what the one we just saw with the extravagant gifts and the hand-passed hors d'oeuvres and like the art exhibit that that <laughs> Shania did cuz she's into this Andy Warhol kick and <laughs> 
we see just like handmade it's a girl again i was confused i will admit i'm like why are they i thought it was a boy i thought they were having a boy and then of course they had to explain to me that it was for her it was for shania yeah but i was a little confused if anybody else was confused let let us know but uh i thought it was really cute it was was so nice Yeah. yeah I like him. I don't know what... He's kind of turning around his whole character. I like what they're writing for him. It's nice. I know. I like what they're doing, too, and I like him. I mean, I know he's a little dopey sounding, and sometimes he's hard to understand, but for the most part, he's genuinely, like... I feel like his character really does care. Like, he's doing it because he cares. I feel like there's been a progression with all the characters, you know, exploring different sides of personalities and things. Just like Nana. I know, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And when Nana walked on screen again, I just was, I forgot how good she looked after her makeover. Yes. And her, oh, and, 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 um, Nini's outfits, Rocky's outfits this episode were great. I Mm -hmm. loved that blazer with the yellow and the red skirt and the little, oh my gosh. And a different print belt. That was nice. I I like the mixing of the print. She Mm -hmm. looked so good. I just love her hair and I just think she looks fab. Mm -hmm. Fat boo all the time. I have, every episode, I just, I sometimes, I just forget it's Nene for a minute. I'm like, that's an actress. And I, I love know. that. That just makes my heart happy. Well, you and I are housewife fans. So <laughs> I've been watching it from the beginning too. So we would be the ones that maybe wouldn't forget that she's yeah. Nene Leakes from the Real Housewives, Real housewives yeah. of Atlanta. But I totally forget too. I just think I'm watching a character in a TV show. I love it. I love it too. I love her. I love the evolution now of her relationship with Nana. Yeah. I think that's my favorite thing to see is two characters who are so opposite and so opposed to each other in the beginning <laughs> are now like in cahoots with each other. Well, we always said they were such strong women that they were going to find common ground there and they still bicker at each other because they clearly are on opposite ends of the spectrum, but because they're both so stubborn and strong and smart they they still they find ways to work together like in this episode where they find out that they oh they bring they present the the little bib the the fur bib which gross really <laughs> i mean that would be awful any little drop i'd be like you're ruining the fur i mean how could you right so they go to give you uh, know blue ivy has a fur oh. bib every oh, time I'm sure she that does. she eats she probably has like diamond encrusted spoons. it's like a diamond bib <laughs> a diamond bib necklace yeah um <laughs> So they give Brian their other gift. They're like, oh, this came late, this fur vest. And he's like, oh, actually. And he decides to tell them the truth. We donated all the presents and they're pissed. I I think that speaks to me, though, like having been to baby showers. It speaks to something very real, though, because people will come and pick out gifts. There are some people who are just like, okay, I'm going to give a generic gift. And then some people bring gifts specifically for that person or for that baby or whatever. And a lot of times because not necessarily because you have too many gifts or whatever, but people get double gifts. Like there are things people don't need. They'll donate them or they'll trade them in for money. And so I I think that's a very real feeling though, that like feelings can get hurt. If you're like, I picked this out and you just, didn't want it. Right. And though they decided on the gift so quickly, they both wanted to give back to them because the two of them had given so much to them. So right. much to Rocky and yeah. Nana. So and that was kind of the theme of the episode at the end. But yeah, I think they they were I mean, Nana specifically was like, I have not sold a house yet and I am tight on money. <laughs> but Nini was like reminding her, Look, they've helped us out so much, this is what we have to do in return and 
When she found out that her efforts were just tossed aside, she was not happy. So they decide to team together. And it was like a little Charlie's Angels montage of them, like, getting ready, mapping their plan out, and going down to the center to get back this fur onesie. Because they are like, this is not being donated. Watching their walking down that mm. sidewalk... With I was like, great. Gonna, I was like, I'm gonna have to go to the corner and turn myself around because these girls can't see me right now. <laughs> oh! I was like, this is just a little too much. This is too much for me to handle, and I love it. I loved, I loved it. it. It was great. It was like slow mo to that like '70s music, <laughs> tr- like strutting down the street with their sunglasses and those gliding shots that just kind of go over each other and interlay. I loved it. I know. It was nice. I, lo- it was cool. I loved when they were searching and they were yeah. doing the different shots. Yeah. <laughs> and they had they both have that fabulous short blonde hair. They just look so good. Uh huh. Mm, love them. Um, so they get to the the center, and the guy's like, "I thought he was going to be like, you can't take back donations," but he kind of just let them take it. Yeah. Well, the lady first was like, "No," but then Nana was like, "Get the guy because we're going to use <laughs> our sex," and they ended up finding uh, the onesie and took it. And then Rocky was a little distracted by which Jake you called. I did call during the episode. I was like, yeah. ooh. Because, you know, she had said, like, she had wanted a baby. Yeah. So I was like, you were You had your feelers out. They planted the seed for that, for sure. And uh-huh. then, of course, she sees that beautiful little girl and is like, done. Instant. However, on the flip side, Brian and David had been talking about going back to get her because they thought it would be so nice to have <laughs> a big sister for their little boy that's coming. They show up to the center and realize Too that late. baby has been taken. Yeah. And then they see by who. And so, it, so Nini... She came full circle, I think, in this episode. Her character really did, you know, get it all. Mm-hmm. She started out, we find out more about her. She started out waxing, <laughs> like she was an esthetician, and she was waxing Brian. And she said she wanted to work her way from the bottom <laughs> to, the <laughs> to the top. Literally. And she did, and I like that we saw her do, like, her character really does have, like, a huge arc so far. We're coming to the end of the season, and I like that we watch her start out as an assistant. Now she's a producer. And she just is, I think her character evolution is so strong, too, because you're actually watching the person evolve as well. You're watching NeNe Leakes evolve into this character. It's a parallel to her life as well, because I think Ryan Murphy looks at it as this woman who wanted to be an actress and then got on a reality show and then got this uh, fame and now she's on this TV show. So she's come a super long way. Mm -hmm. And I love that that character has come this really long way and, you know, finally has it all. Yeah. Which I think is really nice because I think Nini has it all in her life now too yeah. as well. Yeah. And it's because she wants to work hard for it. Both. Yeah. Both Nini and the character. Yeah. Right. It's because they want to work hard for it now because they want to be like handed, handed something. something. Yes. I agree. So it's nice to see I think you know she's she's known before this show as herself. So people who knew her are kind of already attached to her in that way. And then her character is so her and then the fact that they're both evolving at the same time it's like art imitating life and I just think it's so cool to watch and Mm -hmm. I think that's why her evolution um, feels so much bigger than all the other characters just (laughs) because you have that background and you know her and I just think it's really cool that she crossed over and she's so you know effective at it yes we love Nini Mm -hmm. we love her so much and if you like her too please let us know and go on iTunes <laughs> and rate and comment and tell a friend and keep the convo going. And only give us five stars, okay? That's all. We will We will take whatever stars you want to give, but we prefer five. five. 
We'll uh, send you like a bundle of diapers if you want. Or a fur onesie. Onesie. Yeah. That's right. We'll Yay. send you a virtual fur onesie. Mm-hmm. We'll send yes. you our love. That's what If you want to buy a fur onesie, you that can go to the Amazon, Amazon link on AfterBuzz TV and buy a fur onesie. They probably have there. fur onesies. They have like everything on Amazon. Amazon's amazing. It is amazing. And you can support AfterBuzz that way. And you can support AfterBuzz. Keeps the lights on, guys. So please rate and comment on iTunes. We love to hear what you have to say. And talk about the show. So many, so many things to talk about all the time. Um, so, okay, well, I think, I don't know. I like how they ended the episode talking about how when you give, you get in return. Mm-hmm. And we saw that, you know, the boys got all of these gifts and they gave them back. But what I think, you know, really what they're really just excited about is getting this child. And Aww. it's true. They're very excited about it. They said it's two months away. Um, and then we get to see Rocky talk about how much she gave and we watched her, like we said, this evolution. We watched her work her butt off to get where she is and then she gets this precious gift at the end that she says is like, the best gifts come in loud, messy packages and that's just what she wanted and now she has this little girl. It's going to be interesting to see how they work her into the show too. Yeah. Which, by the way, I liked the future cut with the kids making out where they were both (laughs) like, oh, our kids, oh. It was perfect. That was like just what we wanted to see, I think. (laughs) Um, super cute. So yeah, so I like how it ended, and and that is a nice message. They always have a nice message in the show. It's always a pretty little bow. It is always, and I know it's it could be a little like you know perfect, but it's cute, and it's just what this show needs because they yeah. get so snarky sometimes, mm-hmm. and like it's it's nice to have that at the end. Like it's the point of the show is is a really big general message anyway, just to like accept people, everyone. And, yeah, and I think it's nice when they remind you of the little messages along the way. I completely so, agree. Super cute. <coughs> All right. Well, why don't we get into some news and gossip, shall we? After Buzz TV News. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, the Oscars are not just for movie actors anymore. We saw a lot of different, like, TV stars. Oh, and, yeah. <coughs> you know, I found some really cute pictures of Andrew Rannells and Jamie King. They were at the Elton John AIDS Foundation Academy Awards viewing party, which was right here in our backyard at the Pacific Design Center in West Hollywood on Oscar Sunday. And I will say, Andrew was looking very dapper in his tux. It was a classic tux and bow tie. And if you guys want to see more pictures of him and how super cute he looked, you can go to justjared.com to check it out. Also, sorry, my throat's a little dry. Him. That must be my allergies. Um, <laughs> Andrew Reynolds is also an Out 100 honoree. Um, that's kind of a little bit. It's not like super new news, but he is. And for those of you that don't didn't know or forgot, and I found a really cool article um, where he sort of talks about how excited he is to be part of the show and how he really hopes that the new normal is what he calls is going to be considered part of the evolution of gay television. And this is a turning point, you know, and he, he says coming from Nebraska, it's exciting that people that he went to grade school with and people that he knew growing up going to church are watching this show, you know, and I think that's a really nice like testament to what the show is trying to do to Mm -hmm. reach out to everybody. I mean, small town, Nebraska, like people are watching the show. That's, that's what they want. So I think that's exciting. And if you can't get enough of Nana's jaw-dropping comments, then your dreams are about to come true. Thank <laughs> me later. Um, there is on toppicks.com this amazing montage of all of Nana's like 
sassy comments. It's called Nana Says. It's presented by NBC, and it is seriously hilarious. So it's like all of her funny, and I seriously think they only got like 20% of her stuff, because I know there's stuff on there, and it's like a minute long. Some of my favorite ones are, and I quote Nana, it's like giving penicillin to a Kardashian, too little, too late. Yeah. Um, also, she walks in on Brian and David kissing in the uh, the Thanksgiving episode, and she says, "I totally remember her saying this too. When you two are done punching your ticket to hell, could you please give me an ETA on the turkey? I was cold and a donut. Love it. Mm-hmm. And another one just to get you in the mood, so you can go on and see all the rest of them. She says to Brian at one point, "I would slap your face, but I don't want to get a handful of man makeup." Oh, hell! To the oh, hail to the naw. And I love the Nana's like, oh, no, you didn't. So mm-hmm. if you if you feel like you want to see what you've already seen or you want maybe you missed some, watch this on Topics.com. It's so funny. All right. Should we get into some predictions? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, you're mm-hmm. after Buzz TV. Whoa. Sound is oh, real wow, weird on that wow, one. Wow, wow. All right. Does anybody have any predictions? I don't even know where to go because I feel like I watch each episode and I have certain predictions, but a lot of the times I'm just like, I I've, I feel like it's hard to gauge. I know. It's hard. Yeah. I mean, there's always predictions about like the baby that they're going to be, you know, what's going to happen when they have the baby. I think um, now that Rocky has this, this new daughter, I think she's totally, her character is an independent, strong woman. She can do this on her own. But I feel like we're going to see her, like, really want to try and find a man now. More than she, she always talks about it. But I think that for, I'm not saying she can't do it on her own. Or this character would completely, totally raise a baby on her own, probably. But I wonder if that time clock is going to start being a little bit more... You know, I mean that's a good prediction because yeah. Darnell was mentioned again. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think it's coming up. I think. I think she might maybe try Brian and David might try and hook her up or something. I think she's going to be a little more interested in that home front. I have a feeling that maybe maybe Rocky will try to create her own show, her own sitcom, like Sing Part Two. Yes, yeah, Sing or some, not even Sing. Maybe get her Ooh. own life. So interesting. She has, has this amazing life. Exactly what she wants. Maybe she's going to push herself. She's just going to keep going. You never know. We shall see. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in and watching, and we will see you next week. I'm your host, Lauren Leonelli. You can find me at Lauren Leonelli on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and my website. You can find me at Jake underscore Dupree on Twitter and on Instagram at Jake Dupree. Uh, I'm Jackie Borowski. Actually, instead of finding me, my friend's promoting this uh, adventure race, and she's giving discounts to... Uh, After Buzz. So if you type in After Buzz 13 on the Take On Your City, it's like an amazing race type of race cool. website, you can get a 25% discount. Nice. Oh, All right, guys. Thank you so much. We will see you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. That we took.